Neil say Frimpong, I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And I just want to make sure that you all, the good people are getting me when I come. And yeah, so I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And today we're going to talk about the relationship between freedom and indispensability. It's not obvious that there's a relationship between freedom and indispensability and black people, especially black men out there. There are a lot of institutions out there that want you to feel disposable like that you can easily be dispensed with that they can just get another negro and i and i say this because apparently jamie fox had a stroke the other uh the other day jamie fox one of those you know other black guys a little bit too young um to be hearing me for me to be hearing about health incidents but jamie fox had a stroke and apparently to finish his movie they got in a stunt double and you know business went on without him and it got me this thinking, well, you know, it got me just thinking about how we have to be very careful about the relationships we have in which we are indispensable and the relationships we have in which we are utterly disposable. They can just um, uh, uh, replace us with a Negro of our type or somebody else who of our type who fulfills that function. Be very careful of when you're pushed into roles that can be done without you. And you hear about you know, people getting pushed out of their own companies. If they start a business, they get pushed out. So they have to put their name in the, uh, in the, in the title of the business. Um, or as a black person, you just know, especially as a black father, and I take fatherhood seriously. A lot of people talk about black fathers as if black fathers are disposable. And I am one indisposable father. And I want to tie that into how parenthood is one is one aspect of your life where someone can't do your job for you stepfathers aren't the same as fathers uh, mentors and other role models are not the same as fathers it'd be it's fine if it comes from a mentor role model it's even better if it comes from the father because there's a completely um interested ties and you share the same fate um, of um, parents and children should in a well-ordered world share the same fate to what happens to my kids it's, a, it's as if it happens to me but mentors they might be there for a season and then they go on and you're left holding the bag <laughs> um and same with like some teachers and all that so like a parent is one of those indispensable occupations where the person has to do it not someone who is of that same type not any old father can be the father of my kid but i can be a father of my kid and only i can be my father kids my kids listen to me as what as differently than they listen to other people for a variety of reasons but that's a relationship where you can't just swap me out with someone else i try to be an indispensable negro in a lot of aspects of my life but i want you to live your life and look for jobs and look for ways of being where your unique contribution is actually important functional part of the institution. I went to a, I've been to a few funerals. Um, and I just remember one of the, the most memorable one was I went to a funeral and all they could talk about was the deceased job and how the person worked the job. And I just know that none of the person, people at that person's job like none of the clients who are served by them, the patients who are served by them, like really care, like really remembered, <laughs> really remembered the individuality of the person who had passed. 
And I, and I just don't want that to be people's lives. And like I said, black people, they're going to try to push you in jobs where if you are too much of an individual, they can just replace you with another Negro. Um, so you need to think about and try to foster the kinds of relationships where your individual contribution, your unique contribution, not your type contribution as type is, is valued and honored in the organization. Um, because as an organization, it's their interest, depending on the quality of organization you're talking about, it's their interest to push you into a kind of position where they can replace you with, um, a, like someone, a less problematic version of your type, right? So this is why I want black people to take parenthood seriously, because nobody can do the job of a parent. And I want America to talk about parenthood as if it's not something that you can just kind of, it's, it's not fungible. You cannot just replace one parent with another parent and assume everything that um, uh, is a good job. So if you want children to do, if you want individual children to do right, you have to actually supply resources to those individual parents so that the individual parents can actually minister to their and raise parent, their, their children, right? So it's not as if, it's not something that a type, it's not a responsibility that a type handles. It's an individual responsibility. So take those kinds of responsibilities um, seriously. And in those, in those institutional orders where you are actually replaceable, take those less seriously. How much do you really owe that institution if you are utterly replaceable? If they don't care about your individual intellectual contribution, they just need like a body. Um, the Democratic Party, that's how the Democratic Party treats black people. We are just votes. We aren't people. That's why they don't like actually campaign to us with policies. They just need our votes and to shut up. They don't care if we like actually participate in the process. Actually, they resent it. If black people actually participate in the process substantively with like advocating for their particular agenda and their needs. No, you are simply a vote indistinguishable from anybody else. The content, like your individual content doesn't matter. You are just a type. And um, the moment you stop acting like a type, the moment you instead start acting like a token, or the moment you say, um, uh, actually, the moment instead you start acting like an individual with a, an individual contribution, not just a generic contribution, but an individual contribution, and you have individual needs, then that's the moment you become problematic, right? So I, I support people carving out ways in their life in which they are indispensable that they cannot be replaced by someone else uh, of the same type but it's you who actually has to do the work you who actually has to do the thought it's your individual contribution not a contribution by someone like you but your contribution that matters and one of the most salient parts of that is like i think parenthood where nobody else can raise your child the way you have to Right, so if I care about children, I want to actually support parents who then can raise their child because I can't raise everyone's child. I can support you being better at raising your child. Right, and I wish public policy actually took that tack in a more concrete way. So I'm going to hit the opening and then come back at you. To the beach, yo. Change the ways for the world or the government If it was the president, then I would state facts You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front To the beat, yo 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 To the beat
Once again, uh, my name is Amir Frimpong. I come to you live every Thursday. And today I want to talk to you about being indispensable and the kinds of relationships in which you are indispensable versus the kinds of relationships where you are just like every, you are of a certain type and they need a type to fill a role. Right. And in those relationships where you are actually indispensable, those are the ones that are going to be meaningful in your life. In those, in, this, in those relationships where they just needed a type and anyone, oh, like you are a role player in the world and they don't need your individual contribution, those are relationships you should subordinate, not take seriously, uh, not take as seriously because honestly, they are not as meaningful. Now, some very important jobs are pure craft insofar as anyone of a certain kind of training can do it. But someone needs to do it, and we should honor the people who do it. Garbage collectors, uh, stuff like that. Like These are very important things that the world needs, and someone has to do it. And the person who actually puts forth the individual effort to do it should be honored. But that's still not a quality of job that depends on your individual expression of your individuality. Rather, it's a quality of job of you putting forth your individual effort to fulfill a type that could be fulfilled by anybody else who puts forth that individual effort, right? What I'm trying to do is trying to explain to you why you should be the kind of person who it's not just a matter of generic effort. Your contribution is not just a matter of generic effort. It's a matter of your generic effort. For example, even with my shows, I try to give you a quality of wisdom you don't get everywhere else a lot of people make youtube shows a lot of people put forth this quality of effort not everyone puts my effort in and um you know i wanted to i wanted to tell you that this is a special kind of show because i was actually i was debating on doing something for my kids and you know i thought i i, I said I, I let me tell the people and maybe it'll come there's a very fancy soccer camp there's a very, very fancy soccer camp I found out about last week uh, in town because, you know, I play a lot of soccer with my kids. We always, we play, we play, we touch the ball five, six days a week. Um, we like, in, in this household, you know, we, we play soccer. We play soccer, we play instruments. And mostly it's just me working with the kids and, and doing drills with the kids. And they're in a rec league and it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's a special time with me, like actually working with them. And I think it'll be memorable. For them, regardless of, of how good of soccer players they become, but I also want them to become pretty good soccer players. And so um, we do the rec league, and I'm the coach of the team. And there's another camp. There's another camp that happens um, in the summer. And it's $500 per kid. And I was debating about whether or not to send my kid to the camp. And it's, four, it's a four-day camp, uh, three or four-day camp all day. And I looked at the schedule because I called. And I was like, hey, this is expensive. And I didn't quite um, budget it in. And it's, it's $500 per kid. So that would be $1,500 total for me to send these kids to a very, very fancy. But it looks serious. It's like all-day soccer and different drills. And it's at the university. And they'll be working with the university kids, it's not just kind of daycare with soccer. It's actually like actual serious elite soccer camp. So it looks pretty serious. And I want my kids to kind of get that eye of the tiger mentality with respect to some things in life. Because if you get it seriously in one thing, it's kind of transitive. They'll 
I think they'll just uh, it'll support them in being more serious in other aspects in their life. And you know, imagine they're my kids, so they're pretty serious about certain their endeavors, just because that's a quality of character I put into them. So I, uh, but I didn't quite budget it, and so I, I said, Bonnie, you know what? Let, Bonnie's my wife. I was like, I don't know, I don't know if we want to spend it for this camp because it's not because uh, for reasons, but I think it might actually be worth it. But we didn't, we didn't put in the $500. Let me ask the people. So if you want the Osei Frimpong children to go to this elite four-day soccer camp, and I think you do, and I'm a little bit curious about their experience, and you have a vested interest in the quality of character that's built into them because they will take on the mantle, this mantle probably in about 10 years, uh, as their, their home from college job go ahead and you know donate the super chat and if super chat for and super chat and the new donations to the funkyacademic.com um if they reach the the $1500 this week and next week I'll sign them up for the camp all right so that's uh you know NPR does its little fundraising drive this is my fundraising drive all donations that are given for this show and next show go to elite soccer camp at uga for the youths for my 10 8 and 5 year old it'll take all three of them it's just 500 it's like 400 dollars a pop for all day camp and that's both expensive but i think it might be i didn't do anything this fancy when i was a kid but maybe i should have and so i'm thinking um let me see what it well, let me see what this does for them let me see what this does for them this is uh the camp's going to be in june but i need to budget it now and i kind of didn't budget it until i saw the um the announcement last week. So if you support my kids going to fancy soccer camp, um, go ahead and kick into the super chat. Uh, go ahead and kick into the super chat and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in five, 15 or $50 a month. And for this show and next show, it's going to go on to the, to the, uh, going to go directly to my kids, fancy soccer camp if we send them all right so back about what you do why you should be an indispensable parent uh why you should be an indispensable in your own society and that's where meaning's going to come it's not going to come from you know you working a job where you can <laughs> thank you t-word chin lee chin by the way I'll, i will read all super chats um in support of my kids going to soccer soccer camp right. um, Look at the roles in which your individuality, not your type, is what's required. Your individual, because those are going to be the ones that are meaningful in your life. Those are going to be the people who come to your, your, your funeral. If you're doing something that anyone could do of your certain type, you might be useful in a way, but it's not going to be an institution of freedom in the same way as where the institution relies on your individuality. You're, and it's not just someone who's of a generic type fulfilling the role, right? So look for those, look for those institutions in your life. And one of the big ones is your, is, is the family, right? Where nobody can step in and be a father or a mother to your children the way you can. You can have father figures, but it's not going to be the same. Um, it's not going to be the same because that's how the relationship is structured. But you can also find those positions in work. You don't want to do a kind of job 
you don't want to do the kind of job where someone of your type can get in. It's just they're just hiring you for a type, and then anyone of that type can do it. That's not going to be a meaningful profession. In the same way, now there are certain very, there are certain important professions where we need people to do, and we need them to do like everybody else is doing them. But um, I, I suggest, I strongly suggest where you go do something where your individuality is required. And if you find yourself in the quality of profession where they just need someone of, someone of a certain type to fill a role, but you're utterly forgettable, then don't take that particular job seriously. Keep the job, take the check, but put your mental kind of activity into something where your unique contribution, some other aspect of your life, where your unique contribution is what is honored and what holds the institution together. And once again, I cannot talk about this. Like the ready, the ready one is your family, where nobody else can be a, a parent to your children. Like you can't, you can be. Um, someone else can, might be able to work a job the way you're working a job, but nobody else can be a parent to your children like you are. But there are other, but you could also uh, like fashion a business that um, contributes a new unique contribution. That'll be a more meaningful business. Um, and that'll be a more meaningful business. If you fashion a business that's tied around being a unique contribution, that's tied around the business actually producing something that's <clears throat> like a contribution of your intellect or your will or your experience in a way that nobody else can. Right? That'll be a more meaningful like a realization of freedom in your life. So Ezekiel Cast uh, Castleton says, I thought of you when I heard Jamie's situation being as young and fit as he is. It's a stone cold reality that he is as rich as he is. You know, I don't care how rich you are if you got a stroke. You got a stroke in your 50s. I want to live with my 50s stroke free. That's, that's one of my aspirations. You know, and I said this. And I said this um, when I heard about Tyre, uh, Tiger Woods like getting beat down by his wife, you know, a few years ago. I was like, Tiger Woods and I are about the same age. We're about the same. We're from, he's a little bit older than I am. We're about, we're from like, you know, 15, 20 minutes um, apart um, in Southern California. And uh, so, and we both went to school in Northern California. So like you look at Tiger Woods and you look at me, it's kind of like the same dude. And I just thinking back, this is back when he got, um, uh, kind of beat up by his girlfriend and looked like he was like, she, he wasn't going to see his kids. I'm just thinking like Tiger Woods and I are the same age. He's very famous, got a zillion dollars. Um, and he's the father of, of three kids. I am not famous. I do not have a zillion dollars and I'm the father of three kids, but there's a way in which I don't want his life. This is back when like, it was like, I was looking at his, the girls he was cheating on his, his, his lady with. And all of his girls that kind of ran through, if you ask me, and like, I like, he just wasn't like, I, I, there was a way in which Tiger Woods life is awesome, but there's also a way in which I like my life with my three kids, you know, coaching their soccer team and, and doing what I'm doing with them. And I don't want his life. So I don't know who's winning me or Tiger. Um, I just do my little YouTube show. I write my little papers and, uh, um, and same with Jamie. Now I think about Jamie Foxx. I don't know. Would I trade my life for Jamie Foxx's life? 
I don't know if I would. I like, I don't, I, I don't want to be 50. This guy's got to be in his mid fifties. Um, got to be in his mid fifties. I, I want to, I want to be able to play with my grand. I want to be able to teach my grandkids soccer. I want to be able to teach my grandkids musical instruments. Um, and I, 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 you know, being a black man shouldn't be so hard. And, ah, anyway. Be indispensable in your social roles. And one of your social roles, and the one social roles where you are indispensable and they just don't take your type, but actually you are indispensable is with your um, children, in your family. Now, honestly, I'm a soccer coach with my rec team. The, my rec team has not had a soccer coach like me before. So, so like usually some of these dads go and coach soccer and uh, one, they're not really serious about actually communicating the game and the way I'm serious about communicating the game. Two, they, the kids get a lot more from me than just soccer. They get like philosophy. Um, and so like, you know, I like to think that I'm giving an individual contribution that they just can't get from a regular parent soccer coach, even from our little rec league team kids. And uh, just in every, in every social responsibility you have, infuse an individual contribution. Infuse an individual contribution. Um, because that's the only way to put art in the life and meaning into your life. And that way the individual, the, 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 the function you serve will be meaningful in a way. I strongly suspect that any of the students who've been taught uh, by me confuse me with that other philosophy professor they have. <laughs> I suspect that I like I I left an individual stamp in their experience. And there's a reason why you go over to www.funkyacademic.com and it's because you get something here that you can't get from a regular podcaster or a regular YouTuber. Um you actually get a quality of individual contribution that's just not me of a certain type. You can find a lot of black guys talking about you know, politics, or, or I give free game on Mondays. But I like to think that what I give is a unique contribution, which is why, like, I don't worry about a paywall. I try to give it free because I think that you know that you won't get it anywhere else. But if you want my kids to go to fancy soccer camp, which I think it might be interesting, and if it's interesting, I'll, 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 I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you, I might give you a blow by blow about their experience at like elite soccer camp. I assume this one's going to tend to cost so much money. It's going to be a lot of white girls with um, ponytails, uh, and who who play club. My kids don't play club; they play daddy, and then the the rec league. But and so, you know, it might be interesting to get my kids around a different quality of white girls because like the run of the mill white girls, the kids I don't like. <laughs> I don't like my kids in general. I don't like my kids hanging out with white girls. Um, because regular basic white girls are actually bad influences because nothing's not really expected of them except like eventually their daddy's going to give them to some like generic, uh, you know, very boring accountant. And so, and I think that's in kind of grooming them to be mediocre, uh, starts early. So I'm, I'm pretty anti my kids hanging around regular white girls, but I'm thinking at this camp. This soccer camp, since it's like pitched at the way it is, it might be a kind of higher degree of 10-year-old white girl 
who's a little bit more serious. And like, I, I, I have no problem with like serious white kids. Oh, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of just regular one of run of the mill whites. <laughs> I know basic Becky is a bad influence on my kids. And I, you know, I pretty much told them that like, watch these mediocre white girls because their life is going to be fine. Um, because America's organized some mediocre white girls to live fine. And this includes their teachers. That's why I, you know, I always, you know, I'm not a big fan of, uh, white teachers for my kids. Yeah, they got a white mom, so like they don't need white school teachers too. So I always like have a phone call with the, with the principal of the school saying, "All right, so I expect my kids in the black. I want my kids to have the black teachers." Plus, there's data that says that kids who go who have black teachers do better. Black kids who have black teachers do better in school and have a, um, and I support that. My kids doing well in school, so I, uh, I I do that. It's part of the unique contribution I give as a father. Right. So once again, every super chat for this show. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Mr. The Hardaway. Hard, Mr. Hardway. Mr. Uh, uh, the Hardway. Uh, $100. I've been absolutely killing it. Know that that money is going to go directly to my kids' fancy, fancy soccer camp. And it's um, going to be about $500 all told for all three kids to go to this fancy soccer camp. And... That's, that's, that's what I'm putting all the money for the super chat and all of the PayPal money that goes into www.com. Um, that's what it's going to, and we'll see. And, uh, Mr. Django, that $5 is going to my kids soccer education too. So, uh, I think it's just very important. Think about your relationships. Think if you're used as a type and think if you're used as a more robust individual and go for the relationships that you are used as a more robust individual. And that's for personal relationship. If someone's just marrying you for a type because they think you're an earner or they think you are, you know, they fit like you fit all their boxes, but anybody else could fit those same boxes. That means when you stop fitting those boxes, you'll just be replaced by someone who continues to fit all those boxes. I, I feel a lot of, I feel bad for all these guys who try to, you know, um, yeah, you know, impress a lady by with money and stuff like that. Then what happens when the money runs out? They find someone else who can impress them because the money doesn't run out. Or folks like uh, you know Don Lemon, or or a lot of people getting fired. A lot of black guys get fired because they get hired because being black is in vogue, and then they don't contribute anything that's actually unique and important besides you know being black and being company. And then when being black becomes out of vogue when they'd rather have a white woman do your job, <laughs> uh, you get fired. So that is, that is the kind of problem with being functioning as a type and not an individual. So I function as a black man, but not a black man who's black in an individual kind of way. Right. Um, so my individuality is what makes, I think, a credit to black men and also an unforgettable type of black man, right? So I'm not just a generic kind of black man who's, and not just, and I'm not individual insofar as like my dress or affect, you know, I'm the funky academic. I got the Afro. I think I might have to grow, I might grow it out one more time before, you know, I got that, 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slash Clyde Drexler pattern going on. So I got that, I got that glide pattern going on in my head. Um, at first I thought it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Then I saw like a later, uh, later picture of Clyde Drexler and I was like, oh, I got that glide. It's me and the glide are happening. Cause like not so great in the back. Um, although my daughter, my middle daughter likes to kiss my bald spot in the back. And I think that's very sweet of her. Um, <laughs> considering that arguably she gave it to me, but, um, you know, I'm unique in a way and a contribution of my mind, not my aesthetic, uh, necessarily. Right. So thank you for your time. Uh, all money, both in super chat and that goes to the funkyacademic.com for this week goes to the, this week and next week goes to the soccer camp for my kids. And I will see you on Monday talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, got the, I got that glide pattern. Yeah, all that money um, will go to my kids' fancy soccer camp that I didn't quite plan on, but I think they should go to um, this summer. So thank you for your time, and I will see you next week. Peace.